Welcome to Eternal Well of Life Center. Listen, the podcast. My name is Dina Shackleton. How are you guys doing out here? Today is a new day. And I am so excited to um, join you guys today because I actually have a little news. We just acquired a new member in our household. His name is Ollie. And Ollie is my new puppy. He's such a cutie pie. And I'm learning how to be a, a puppy mommy. So if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, it's because I have to do my mommy duties with my new puppy. But how are you guys doing today? What is going on in your world? Welcome to Eternal Well of Life podcast. And this is episode two of um season two. I can't believe I can say that. That literally I have <laughs> a season two and an episode two. Um, it's nothing but the grace of God. What can I say? I'm, I'm just so grateful. So, 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 so grateful. And I'm just in a place today where I just kind of want to freestyle and just talk to you. It's not going to be a lot, a long podcast, but it's going to be one that's a little bit of a freestyle. You know, I'm looking around the world and I am just, I'm a little, uh, what's the word? I'm at peace, but I'm a little concerned. I just don't fully understand what legacy we're leaving behind for these young people. Seriously. What legacy are we leaving behind for for our children? Everyone seems so desensitized. Everyone seems so selfish and so self-absorbed. Everyone seems to want everything so quickly and no one wants to work for anything anymore. Kids don't go outside to play. Remember when you used to be able to go outside to play? Where it was like, go outside and play. Get, get from in front of the TV, you know? Seems like nobody wants to do that anymore. It really does. It seems as though everyone is planted in front of a screen, in front of Madden 2K, in front of the shooting games. Um, What's that other one? Um, Call of Duty. And it's like their minds are becoming trained to think the way those, the, 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 the computer systems and the technology of our world. Like it, it's very short, short-term memory. You know, it's like everything is, is too long of, to, to focus. No one can focus anymore. Everyone needs to quickly jump from this thing, put it down and jump to that thing, put it down and jump to another thing. Now, I want to take a moment and speak to you guys about passing the baton. What do you think you can do in your life to leave here a little better for this next generation? I think the baby boomers stopped passing the baton out. The baby boomers um, are the people who were born in the 50s and 60s. Somewhere along the way of them finally getting a breakthrough in the in the civil rights movement movement and and just 
it, it was a period where people really started doing drugs a, a lot more and um it, it was a lot of breakthroughs that were happening to some extent but people were lost people started doing more and more recreational drugs and they just kind of like dropped the ball to some extent to generation x and so generation x which is my generation those of us who were born in the 70s and the early 80s um, we were probably the first group of people who were latchkey kids as latchkey kids we had to learn how to take care of ourselves so we didn't get a whole lot of um a whole lot of teaching being passed down because our parents were you know at work they were at work they were doing other things you know and it was tough but really and truly um it worries me because now us we became career people and we didn't have a lot of the fundamentals that grandma and 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 our parents had. And so it's like you have a group of us who do have the fundamentals of cooking and cleaning and organizing. And then you have the other group of us who are so career driven that um, we only know how to <laughs> how to just order out. And this is no slide. This is no shade. It's just showing the differences. But either way, I feel like this generation between the millennials having to kind of figure things out from a educational aspect, they, they're doing great. But in terms of the parts that make a home, we're so intellectually focused that we miss out on, on, on just the domestic fundamentals that make a house a home, you know? And I'm just curious as to what are we going to leave for Gen Z? What are we going to leave for the kids after Gen Z? Everyone's so desensitized. I was having a conversation with my daughter who's 17. I have a son who's 20 and a daughter who's 17. And and and, and, and I have a daughter that's 20. And, and, and listen, let me tell you something. What I realize is my daughter, who's 17, says to me, Mom, I didn't realize <laughs> that the Board of Education only took place in the, um, what, what, what was it? The case, um, what is her name? I'm sorry, guys. I should have been more prepared with this information. But the case that, um, that caused for black people to be able to go to school, integrate with white folks and so forth. She didn't realize how that wasn't too long ago. That was <laughs> around the 60s, I believe. And she was like, she did not realize how close it was. And she said, it's because in her world, it, it just seems so far away. And I'm like, no, it's not. And granted, even World War II wasn't that, that far, that long ago. And we just we just forget you know but those who experienced it didn't forget and 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 i just don't want us to continue to maneuver throughout the world and not figure that whatever we have inside of us we should be able to pass it along we should be able to pass it along to the younger generation if you've been through some tragedy some some trial some tribulation or if you just have knowledge about whatever it is when you get around a young person when you get around a person who, 
who's willing to give you an ear or, or seems to want to give you their ear, pour into them. Give them, give them the opportunity to hear what you have to say. Pay it forward. What you didn't get, give to someone else. Don't have the attitude of, well, I never got any help and I'm fine. Because that's you and that's God's grace on you. Each one teach one. Let's, let's, let's try and do that more. Let's try and, and really pass the baton to the younger people. If you can mentor someone, if you can just acknowledge an individual, let them know that you see them, that you're proud of them. People who wouldn't even think you were looking their way. You'd be surprised the kind of change you'll be able to make in the world doing that. Seriously. Amazing things happen when we say yes to God's way. You know, God wants us to love our, love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Imagine if we were willing to do that. Imagine if we were willing to do that. Not only would we be able to have God's support, but the divine Holy Spirit would be able to speak through us, allow us to mentor other people, and speak divinely into their lives. Divinely into their lives. I know I'm rambling, but today's just one of those rainy, quiet days. And again, like I said, I, I have a new member in my family and I've been kind of just watching him and taking care of him, making sure he doesn't get into too much <laughs> and eat up all my stuff. But there he goes. Sorry, guys. But like I said, it's so important that we pass the baton. It really is. So take a moment, contemplate on your own life. Contemplate on what it is that you can do to make a change so that things, things don't happen the same. The same way that it happened for you. That could have been different. Please make sure that you take a moment to think of the kids of tomorrow, the legacy that we leave behind, because you have so much gifts, so many amazing attributes and so many amazing word of knowledge that you can bestow upon somebody. Don't discount yourself. Don't say, what can I possibly teach someone? You can teach them a lot. Preferably positive things, but you can teach them a lot. You can teach them how to cook. You can teach them how to balance their checkbook. You can teach them how to invest. You can teach them simply just how to organize their 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 life. You know, you can kind of just tell them, hey, have you thought about X, Y, Z? Um, have you thought about investing your money? Have you thought about um, 
going with this bank or have you thought of hell have you even thought about <laughs> reading this book or that book hey how's your diet i noticed that you've been going to the gym lately what kind of diet are you following to to match up with this this workout you're doing all of those things are things that we can pass along hey i noticed you have a two-year-old how's it been how's things going do you have any free time for yourself? Make sure you take care of yourself. Don't feel guilty. I remember when I was a child. You know, you can, you can just, especially these brothers out here, they need you guys to stop being selfish, brothers. Young men need other men to affirm them that they're men. We're in such a female-dominant world as far as nurturing and, and teaching and, you know, allowing kids to grow. Women, no matter how good of a woman you are, you can't teach a man to be a man because we're not a man. And so we, we're limited on what we can teach them from a man's perspective. And so we need you brothers out here to literally speak into the lives of these young men so that they can know who they are as men. Not everyone have fathers. And the cycle probably continues because, <laughs> because no one passes the baton. But at some point, you got to look in the mirror and, and know that the king in you can pour into the prince in someone else. So brothers, I'm talking to you out there. We need you. We as women need you. Our young men need you. Our young daughters need you. We need you to be our covering, our protector. We need you to give sound advice. And you need us. You need us to give to give us your vision so that we can help you produce it. We can work out the details. We are a package deal. Let's let's pour into our generations that are behind us so that as they come up, they have a better shot than we did. Well, that's all I wanted to say today, guys. Let's pass the baton. I know this was a short one, but can't do any episode without at least allowing you the platform and the space to be able to give your life to Jesus Christ. Listen, maybe you're not clear on what you believe these days, right? But wouldn't it be better to take your chances than to go to hell? You have an amazing father, an amazing God that came in human form and died on the cross for us. If you're willing to give your life to Jesus today, repeat after me. All you have to say is, dear, dear Jesus, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I believe that you died on the cross for me. And as a result, I can now have salvation and I can communicate directly to God. Please be with me. I want to lay all my burdens and sins behind me. Never to pick those sins up again, but to thrive each and every day as a working progress towards salvation. If you just said that, you are part of our family now. Just like that. Let your heart truly want to just do what's righteous. Now, all you have to do, all you have to do now is find yourself a good Bible. Go to a bookstore or 
if not a bookstore, go to go to um, a, a thrift shop. They sell Bibles in there. And just sit down and look through the Bible and make sure as you read it, it's something that you understand. Because there's different versions in terms of language, but they all, for the most part, mean the same thing. I like NIV personally, but which is the new um, international version. But read whichever one that leaps out to you, that the words leap out. And before you read, what you do is you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal and demystify the word of God for you as you read it. And we'll talk about that more in um, more episodes to come. I'll teach about that a little bit more. Get yourself a Bible. Start reading from the New Testament or wherever you feel led to read. And let me tell you, it's, it's going to be a beautiful experience. Your life will change. Give God one year to do the work in you that he needs to do. Give God one year to do the work in you that he needs to do. Welcome to the family. I'm so grateful that you're here. And I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you. Lord God, we thank you for these people who have decided to give their life to you today. Bless them, Lord. Cover them. Send their destiny helpers your way. Allow them to find a community, a church, somewhere where they can get their feeding, be elevated, to come to know you more and more each and every day. Lord, we thank you for the breath in our body, the fact that we have sound mind. We know that is nothing short but your grace, Holy Spirit. And we're just so grateful for it. We honor you. We respect you. And Lord, allow no weapon formed against these people to prosper in any way. Protect them. Let them know this is not a perfect journey, but it is a journey that they don't have to do alone anymore. In Jesus' name. Listen, guys, you enjoy the rest of the week. Knock yourself out with some good love. Read something loving. Watch something loving. Talk to your friends and family. Remember, yesterday's gone. And tomorrow's not promised. So open the gift of the present. And if you're looking for a health and wellness coach, someone to kind of speak into your life, help you keep your life organized, talk to you about your health issues and give you a structure and a plan that you can follow based on your doctor's directive, go to eternalwelloflife.com. Get you a health coach. We'll be here waiting for you. This is our ministry. This is what we love to do is to serve you. And we love the outcome of what happens when you get on the other side. So we look forward to talking to you, to being with you. Enjoy the week. Thanks for stopping by. Love you.